0: Welcome to It's the ADHD Friendly Podcast, where we talk all things well being, personal development, and live in our best damn ADHD lives at home and at work. My name is Karen McGill. I'm a certified ADHD life coach, and I'm here to help you do life better. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. I hope that you had an amazing week. I had a good week not without its challenges, some of which I'll get into today, but for the most part, it was freaking awesome. And if I'm being completely honest, I'm just so grateful to be sitting here in San Clemente looking out over the Pacific Ocean or what is actually the Pacific Ocean, but I can't actually see it because it's foggy AF here right now, but I know it's out there. And I'm looking out at this expanse and I'm just grateful to be exploring and spending time in San Clemente, which is just this magical little city. And man, I would love to live here someday. Someday, sorry. (laughs) But uh, we're actually heading back to Austin in a couple of weeks. And if I'm, again, being completely honest, I'm looking forward to it. Not because I don't love being here, but I am so out of my element and out of habit and routine that it's been really hard to maintain a level of consistency in terms of the content I put out. And it's also been a challenge to create this container of space that I really need in order for me to 100% be present for my clients because I'm still doing all my client calls while I'm traveling. And when you're in a new environment, so much of your cognitive energy is focused on Figuring out where things are and how things work and creating routines for very senior dogs who don't like change. <laughs> so when all of my energy is going to those places, it's hard for me to gather in the energy I need for my clients. So needless to say, it's been a bit of a challenge to produce at the same level as I was when I was at home. And if I again if I'm being completely honest, I didn't really appropriately plan for this downshift in productivity, because I didn't know it was going to be so much trickier to be productive while on the road as it is at home. I guess I should have known that, but I didn't. So when I created these grandiose plans at the beginning of the year about, you know, my goal and how I was going to hit it, I really didn't factor in enough the fact that traveling can really throw your work routines off balance. But You live and you learn, and now I know, so I'm not going to shame or guilt myself about it, but things are not going as planned, and that's totally fine, and you'll hear more about the progress on my annual goal later this month when I do a Q1 wrap-up, but (laughs) spoiler alert, it's not turning out the way I'd expected. Still, all good. So with all of that said, the topic of today's podcast is around reclaiming my morning routine. And I actually get this topic a lot from clients that come to me saying that you know they don't have the routines that they need and that's one of the things that they want coaching on. So I thought it'd be helpful to share my morning routine, which actually starts the night before. I'll get into all of that in a minute, but I just want to preface something that I mentioned in today's recording. I talk about a CBD melatonin that I have been using lately. Now, this is a full spectrum CBD melatonin product, which means that there is THC in it, meaning it's got all the you know goodies in it that makes you feel <laughs> a little buzzed. I will say that this product doesn't make me feel buzzed because the intention of it is to help you fall asleep and stay asleep, and that's exactly what it does for me. So if I'm buzzed, I'm unaware of it because I'm asleep. I shared this on YouTube and I got a comment from somebody saying, I didn't know that you can mix ADHD medication with CBD. And if I'm being completely honest, I didn't know either. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. I did not talk to my doctor before trying CBD. And that is not something that I would recommend. If you are somebody who wants to experiment with CBD, I love the brand that I'm using, but I want to be very clear that I'm not suggesting you do that too. Go check with your doctor, make sure all is kosher and copacetic, I'm just experimenting with what works for me, and this works really well, (laughs) and I've been getting great sleep scores from it, but I'm sure it's not appropriate for everyone, and I'm pretty sure it's not appropriate to give to children, so I just wanted to make that caveat from the get-go, but if you are curious about the brand that I'm using, which has THC and non-THC products available, but they're all made in the USA, and they're 100% organic, I've got the link in the show notes, so you can go check that out, so on that note, let's go ahead and roll to today's podcast. I don't know what it is, whether it's because I'm getting older or because my ADHD is getting worse or some combination therein, I find that change really throws me off balance. And of course it would, right? Like when you think about it, when you're in your routine, you're in your home and you have all of your habits, everything you do is so automated that it becomes invisible, right? So your brain doesn't have to think. You know where the toothbrush is, you know where your medications are, you know where the coffee maker is, you know where your office is. So it doesn't take a lot of executive function when you're in the groove of life and you know where all the things are and it's pretty predictable. As much as we say we shouldn't live on autopilot, I actually disagree. I think autopilot is a beautiful thing. Once you have checked your habits and you know that they're working for you and that they serve you as opposed to sabotaging you, then why not put them on autopilot so you can put your energy to more important things like growing a business. So with that, Today, I am going to talk about my morning routine, and I'll tell you why first. I've been on a trip now for three weeks, and it is really only this weekend where I got my legs underneath me. And that is because I have not figured out my routines here in such a way that they're on autopilot. So instead, when I wake up in the morning, I have to think through everything. Where's my medications? Where would I put my leggings? Where's my shampoo? Is there any more toilet paper in this Airbnb? We need to get more half and half. What time zone are we in again? Ugh. That is what's going on in my brain these days. And by 10 a.m., seriously, I'm ready to pack it in for the day and take a nap because I'm so mentally exhausted. So this past weekend, I said to myself, enough of this. I cannot go another week just feeling discombobulated. I need to put myself on a routine as though I am a toddler and just make everything work with a little more automaticity and simplicity and less freaking head drama. So that's exactly what I did. And I pulled out my digital paper, AKA Notion, and pen aka my finger and I started jotting down notes of what is it in my regular day-to-day routine that helps me stay focused and energized and on task because my work schedule has been all over the place since I've gotten here and that is one of the main reasons why I seriously need to get my routine pulled together and today I'm going to show you how I'm doing that and it starts with the night before meaning getting back to my bedtime of 10 p.m., which also meant that I need to back up the routines that I do prior to bed, which is giving the dogs their 86 different medications, which I am not joking, takes about 30 minutes, Wiping down the kitchen, making sure everything's away before I go upstairs to go to bed. That I get myself ready for bed and I want to be in bed at 10 p.m. and my phone charging on the other side of the room so it's not in my hand scrolling Instagram until 11 PM. The other thing that I've been using that I've found really helpful to get my sleep in order is CBD melatonin. I've been a melatonin user for a long time, and I will tell you the secret to using melatonin successfully is to use 50% of what the prescribed dosage is. If you don't like using melatonin because you wake up groggy, it's because you're using too much, even if you're only using the recommended dose. When it comes to melatonin, less, is way more. And lately I've been using melatonin with CBD, and not only do they taste delicious, but they're pretty affordable and they just give me a rock solid night's sleep. So that is my nighttime routine. And usually in the morning I wake up and my wonderful husband brings me tea or coffee in bed every single day. So when I open my eyes, my little thermos is sitting there waiting for me. Bless his lovely heart, he is still part of my wake up routine. However, now that I started putting my phone across the room, I am less tempted to actually pick it up and lay in bed and scroll for an hour, which is what I have been doing since we got here. Not a good thing. So now I have gone back to my old routine where I have my Rocketbook journal beside my bed and every morning I wake up and I do a download of all of the crazy dreams I've had the night before. I don't know if it's menopause, I don't know if it's my ADHD meds, but I have the craziest dreams that I always have to write down, along with any other brain trash that needs to get out on paper. Once I've done that, I then go to pick up my phone and I say my little mantra, we're not gonna look at email, we're not gonna look at Instagram, we are gonna open the Insight Timer app and we are going to pick a meditation. And I say that little mantra to myself because my finger wants to go to the email button and it wants to go to the Instagram button. So instead, I open the Insight Timer app, I find a random 10 minute meditation that just looks interesting and I go for it. And once I've done those things, then I feel like I'm already 50% online. Then it's time for a workout. And in my case, that means either some sort of power yoga bar or Pilates. I like to keep my workouts super simple. I do them at home all the time. Because honestly, if I had to do my workouts at a gym, I would never get my ass out of the door and it would never happen. And they need my workouts to bring my brain online. So I give myself a good 30 to 45 minutes to do whatever feels good. But by the time I'm done with that, My brain is hundred percent online and I am feeling like a million bucks. At that point, I will go make myself a high protein breakfast. It is typically always the same thing. Eggs, egg whites, and some low carb toast with avocado or nut butter on it. And I eat that every day, super simple. So at that point, we're usually at around 9.30, 10 o'clock. And instead of starting my day at that point, if it's beautiful outside, I will go out for a long walk. I usually get between five and 7,000 steps. And that walk is less about exercise and it's more about getting my creative self online. If I am listening to a podcast that inspires me or I'm just listening to the birds chirp and I'm looking at some beautiful California view, you can believe I am feeling inspired and completely grounded in both body, mind and spirit. And at that point, when I come home from that walk, My brain is 100% online and I am focused and ready to give 100% to whatever it is I scheduled that day, whether it's coaching clients or doing a YouTube video like this or doing a podcast or whatever else have you, I have a good three to four hours of brain power. Most importantly, and I want you to listen to this very carefully, my conversational head trash is either neutral leaning towards good as opposed to complete toxic BS. I know you know what I'm talking about here that little voice that is constantly going in your head that you're not even really paying attention to, but it's abusive and whether you have ADHD or not, that's always going on in your head. But if you have ADHD, that voice has a little megaphone and it is screaming profanities at your subconscious on the best of days, which is why we get so emotionally tied in knots and mentally exhausted. So the morning routine that I just explained to you might sound a little over the top, but what it gives back to me Is peace. And if I have my peace, I can be creative, I can be prolific, I can think straight, and I can be a happy person in here and have peace. So that is my morning routine. And more importantly, that is why I needed to spend so much time this weekend bringing it back online and automating it. And by the way, I'm a true believer that in order to automate it so that it becomes almost an invisible part of your day, the best way to do that is tracking it. I have a tracker in my Notion template that I click every day when I get my 10K steps, when I've done my workout, when I've meditated, when I've journaled, and when I've done something to fill my creative cup. And once I've done those things, I feel 100% better to show up here and give you my best. And before I wrap this up, I want to address what I think you're thinking right now. That's great, Karen, that's great for you, but I have kids and I have a job and I've gotta get up and I've gotta scramble to get to work and I've gotta do all these things. I understand, I have been there too. Remember, I'm in my 50s, so this has been an evolution to get to where I wanna be. And to that end, I would really encourage you to think about what would an optimal morning routine look like for you? It may not look anything like mine. You may be one of those people that loves getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning, and if that's you, rock on with your bad self. I don't want any part of it. Or maybe you like to go for a run in the morning, or maybe you do like to sleep in or scroll on your phone. The point is, no matter what your mornings look like right now, you have the power to make small choices and small shifts. But it starts with knowing what does an optimal morning look like? And then you can start to consider what small shifts can I make to get myself in that direction. Because if I didn't know all of the things that filled me up, I wouldn't be doing them right now, whether I had the time to or not. And very often we do have the time and space in our mornings to create an optimal routine, but we're just not doing it because we keep our freaking phones by the bed. And the minute we pick it up, we lose access to our brain and all of the great opportunity we have in the morning to set ourselves up for a brilliant day ahead. So here's my invitation to you. Write down what you think an optimal morning routine might look like. Write it all down and maybe you can't do all of it yet, but you can start to test things. What if instead of drinking my coffee and looking at my phone, I went outside and looked at the sun for just a couple of minutes to boost my circadian rhythm, which would then help me naturally produce more melatonin at the end of the night so that I would sleep better. Maybe you test the time of day when you do your workout. If you generally do it after work, try doing it before work and see if you have better focus throughout the day. Maybe you try drinking tea instead of coffee in the morning to see if that reduces some anxiety throughout the day. There's a million different ways that you can test the perfect morning routine for you, but it starts with getting curious about what works for you, writing something down, testing it, evolving it, and eventually moving into it by making more conscious life choices that support the routine that would best support you to show up as your best self throughout the day. I hope that makes sense. Morning routines are so freaking important, especially for ADHDers, for us to manage our minds, live our best lives, and have peace in our hearts. So on that note, guys, I would love to hear what your ideal morning routine is. Feel free to share it below. I'd love to know what works for you, what doesn't work for you. So please share your ideas in the comments. I would love to hear them. And on that note, guys, bye for now.